The topics and opinions expressed on the following show are solely those of the hosts and their guests and not those of W4WN Radio, its employees, or affiliates. We make no recommendations or endorsements for radio show programs, services, or products mentioned on air or on our web. No liability, explicit or implied, shall be extended to W4WN Radio, its employees, or affiliates. Any questions or comments should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for choosing W4WN Radio. Radio Tony with Tony Lontis. Author of Resilience, memoir of a broken little girl discovering a woman of strength and beauty. Available now on Amazon.com and in all good bookstores. Radio Tony. Your safe space for tough conversations, exposing secrets and talking about trauma and recovery. Radio Tony. Building Resilience. Talking Trauma. Radio Tony. Live from the Gold Coast, Australia. Radio Tony. On W4WN, a platform for the unheard. Good evening, listeners, and welcome back to Radio Tony. Uh, this show is Spotlight on the Authors, and our wonderful guest today is Anil Gupta. Now, before uh, we get on with the show, I just wanted to say a big shout-out to you all, and thank you so much for listening, my wonderful listeners. Last year, we managed to be top 3% of the podcast in the world, and that is greatly due to you who listen each and every week. Now, I wondered how all of your Christmases went. I know that for me, Christmas was a little different this year. We've had a few um, minor outbreaks of the virus in Australia, which meant that we couldn't travel uh, interstate to see my husband's parents because there's an outbreak in the state in which they live and in the state in which I lived our borders were closed and whilst we don't have anywhere near the uh, amount of virus that the beautiful Amer uh, USA has we do seem to keep it well under check so this year we had a quiet Christmas uh, stranger and different from other years. Uh, my son is in New Zealand and again he can't uh, travel due to their country lockdowns and the fact that if he were able to get a flight to Australia once he got here he would have to uh, quarantine for two weeks and then he would have to quarantine for two weeks going back into New Zealand which means effectively he would need eight weeks of holiday to have uh, a couple of weeks off. So that has been challenging for all of us. It's well over um, 18 months since we've seen him uh, because he went to New Zealand just as the virus was breaking out and we were unable to see him when we planned back in February 2020. So for many of you, it's well into New Year and some of you have some New Year aspirations. And today we're going to be talking to an, a phenomenal guest by the name of Anil Gupta. Anil is a uh, love doctor and happiness guru and I'm incredibly excited that I get to share him with you on the show today. Now, Anil knows what it's like to struggle and face significant adversity. He knows that it sucks the joy right out of your relationships and out of your life. Anil has spoken in 18 countries on four continents and in eight languages to audience of over 10,000 people. He is a TEDx, Fox News and Harvard speaker and Anil has developed this amazing happiness formula and the happiness test which we're going to be talking about today along with his international best-selling book called Immediate Happiness. 
Anil helps people get clarity and fulfillment in their relationships through the powerful systems that he's developed. He helps parents connect back with their children. He runs family coaching programs that help families overcome obstacles that cause them to fight constantly. And we're going to talk a little bit about that today, especially um, after Christmas. And for some people and some families, Christmas is incredibly trying. So I want to try and ask Anil about those situations where family dysfunction plays into the constant family fighting. So Anil's also worked with some really famous celebrities, including Mike Tyson, and he's been a guest speaker for Sir Richard Branson, uh, sorry, Branson on Necker Island. Now, you know from previous conversations, Sir Richard Branson is one of my favourite people in the world, and Necker Island happens to be on the coast of Noosa in Australia, which is about uh, four or five hours from here on the Gold Coast. A lovely little spot, and uh, we'll ask Anil about that later. So Anil is an expert on relationships and happiness and he's performed relationship and mindship workshops in over 18 countries across the world. He runs a perfect partner program and that perfect partner program is two days of mindset training, teaching and real life role play and the next retreat starts soon. In fact, it's Saturday and Sunday, the 9th and 10th of January, but we're going to talk about that later and I will make sure that we put those links to everything that Anil does in the chat box. So without any further ado, I know that Anil is on the line, so let's welcome him onto the show. Good morning, Anil. Hey, good morning. Can you hear me okay? I can hear you crystal clear and beautiful. How are you? I'm a stupendous. <laughs> See, that is the most Perfect answer we could expect. What's yeah. happening in Florida at the moment? The sun, well, it's not it's not shining now, but it's beautiful weather. I live in a town called Celebration, built by Disney. Oh, it's place on Earth. Oh, my God. I know that there was a town called Celebration. That sounds fantastic. Isn't it? And, and I have how the, long have you? Sorry. I've had the privilege of living here. Uh, this is 19 years now. Oh, that's brilliant. That is absolutely. And you say that our celebration was built by Disney? It was, yeah. So it's the happiest place on earth, apparently. Which makes me think that it's absolutely the perfect place for you to be. It is the perfect place for me to be, for sure. Fantastic. Tell me about uh, your Christmas, Anil. Well, you know, we celebrate every holiday. So any chance to eat, drink and be merry, we celebrate it. So we, we, we do simple things. We play cards, we play uh, board games, we joke around, we watch some movies, we go for walks, we go for bike rides. We just do the simple stuff. And, you know, it doesn't have to be overcomplicated. We don't get stressed out over stuff that we think we have to do. A lot of people do things that yes. they think Isn't that correct? There's so much pressure on some families at Christmas time to do and be a certain way. And so you simplify things and that works really well for your family. Um, later on, we're going to talk about a little bit about uh, delve into family dysfunction. But I wanted to start by talking about your life um, pre-suicide. And just for those listeners today, um, just a little trigger warning, we're going to touch on some difficult subjects today that may be difficult for some people to hear and listen to. And I encourage you to seek help um, and talk to someone if this causes you any issues. So, Anil, let's talk about what life looked like before you got to that suicidal spot in 2018. Uh, 2008. Yeah, so um, life was pretty good. We uh, were very successful, doing very well, and then we hit the brick wall of the uh, um, 2008 uh, depression crash, real estate, yes. stock market, and I was caught in the middle of it all. And um, what did it was a tough experience. 
Yes. So what did you do? You, I understand you had a company or a number of companies? Yeah, we had some uh, businesses um, and uh, uh, real estate uh, company, some properties, stock market trading, all, all sorts of things. And uh, er unfortunately, everything went uh, crazy bad. And it happened very quickly in my world. And, um, you know, I, I had to really, really pull myself out of it. I had some help. I remember going to an yes. event with uh, Tony Robbins. He did an intervention on me. His wife did a few interventions. <sighs> my brother did a few interventions on me. I was very stubborn. So um, I grew up very quickly. And, you know... For the audience, it, you know, nothing is bad or awesome or gruesome here. It's just, you know, we go through stuff. And, we uh, do. It was hard. Now it's a lot easier. I, I talk about it and, you know, I, I'm, I'm quite proud of it, to be honest. <laughs> I think that there's something that comes from having been down to the depths of the lowest portion of life and then having to face yourself in a way that you've never faced yourself before and from those deep dark spaces comes amazing things if you're um, able to uh, gain an understanding of, of what got you to that point in the first time. Was it a bit like that for you, Anil? You know, it was uh, a lot of stuff that happened. I felt ashamed. I felt stupid. I felt not good enough. I felt that uh, I let people down. I felt the world would be better off without me. And I, and yeah. I had to be used to my wife. And I said, honey, look, something really bad has happened. She said, what's going on? And I said, I've lost everything. I've lost the cars, the house, uh, the savings, the children's savings, blah, blah, blah. And she looked up at me and smiled. I said, what, what are you smiling at? This is serious. She said, no, you don't get it. I thought it was something. Wow. I thought it was and something. She, she said, wasn't bothered? I, yeah, she said, I thought this was serious. I said, this is serious. She said, I thought you were dying. I thought you were, had cancer. I don't care about the money. So what she was worried about is something different to what I was worried about. Yeah. yeah. And this is what happens in life. You know, we, we, we live with people and we try and give them what we think that they need. All you have to do is ask them what they want. Yes. It's quite simple, isn't it? So she, she wasn't um, as bothered about the situation as you were. So can you tell me about some of the things that you did that helped you recover i know we've talked about the interventions with tony robbins but what were some of the other things that you started to do that helped you recover so the number one thing i did was i gave in the minute yes. and moment you give all the pain and suffering disappears and this is what i would urge all of your listeners and all of your audience to do perform yeah. five to 10 to 20 random acts of kindness. Notice how you feel, but these acts of kindness have to be without wanting anything in return. They have to be pure gifts because the secret to living is really to give what you can, serve other people. And once you serve other people, the focus is on them and then a miraculous thing happens. When you give authentically, all the pain and suffering miraculously disappears because the focus is not on you any anymore. It's a wonderful feeling to practice random acts of kindness. It's almost, I know that it makes me feel like a cheeky little kid almost. You know, when you pay for someone's coffee who's standing in the line before you and um, you pay for their coffee and then you sort of go and sneak into a corner and just see uh, what that does for them. Um, I, I have had a, a strange happening once when I did that, um, the, the lady argued with the cashier um, insisting that, no, she needed to pay for the coffee and the, the cashier couldn't quite get her to understand, no, it's paid for, it's free, it's yours today, um, it's a gift of kindness, it's a, it, you know. Um, and, so have you had that happen to you, Anil? 
So I, where people I, I, can't accept that gift of kindness. It it, it uh, has, and it, even honestly, I've been guilty of that too. So let me ask you a question: yeah. Are you are you a great yeah. giver? I think so. Yes. Okay. Are you a bad taker? Yes. <laughs> okay. yes. So I'm going to give you a breakthrough right we have now. Some... Okay. <laughs> yes. All right. So imagine. And this is not going to happen. But if I gave you $10 million to put in your mm -hmm. bank account and every day you had to give $1 million a day away for, how long could you do that for? Forever. Until the money ran out. Yeah. So how many days? Uh, Ten. Ten. Now, if someone deposits over a $1 million in your bank account every day, how long can you give away for? If they're doing $10 million every day, then you can give away a million dollars every day for forever. You'll never catch up. Yes. So are you receiving that money or are you taking that money? Oh. You see? If you receive oh. that money, it means you can give more. Yeah. Absolutely. It's powerful, isn't it? So it is powerful, Neil. Very powerful indeed. Um, I, I do recognize that I have difficulty asking and receiving. So I, I, that's a very powerful way to look at it, isn't it? That you, you need to, you have to receive in order that you can keep giving endlessly and I love to give so you would understand yeah. that feeling I love yeah. to give so that Why woman is in it? that coffee shop that woman in yes. that coffee shop she's denying someone the gift of giving by not receiving yeah 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 okay. yeah, yeah. It, it's all a vibrational exchange that's all it is why do you think we struggle with receiving gifts because it's a muscle we haven't developed all it is is a muscle mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and you know we've been brought up it's better to give than to receive we we we've been told it's it receiving is bad but it, it's yes. it's part of the universal exchange of energies so in order to keep so in order for us to give, we actually have to receive in an equal amount? Well, it's not so an equal it's amount. An equal? It's an intent. So, but for example, yes. if I said to uh, Tony, you're amazing. Thank you very much, Anil. Okay. What do most people do? Um... I know because I've had to learn. So w my immediate response when you say to me, Tony, you're amazing, my immediate response in my brain is, oh, no, you're too kind. That's not true. I've had to learn. I've had to learn not to do that. And it doesn't mean that that little voice in my head doesn't say, oh, you're too kind. That's, that's not true. It still does. But I try and pause I've tried, um, I, my endeavour each day is to pause before I respond in, around things that I know that I struggle with. So I, I yeah. struggle to receive compliments. So I've taught myself to breathe, pause, and then respond from gratitude. And yes, it's been hard for me to do that. Were those things hard for you too, Anil? They, they were because I would say, oh, someone said, oh, you're amazing. Well, you're amazing too. You know, I would sort of like deflect yes. it or, or say, well, if only you knew. <laughs> yes, yes, the same sorts of things. And yeah. again, it is very much something that once you become aware of it, and we're going to talk a little bit about um, awareness later on, but at first I want to introduce the listeners to your book, which is called immediate happiness, be happy now using practical steps. 
with immediate proven results. And Immediate Happiness was published in 2013, and it's an international bestseller. And for those of you, uh, the listeners who want to grab a copy, uh, I've put the link in the chat box so that you can see where to grab it on um Amazon. And again, it's called Immediate Happiness. Be happy now using practical steps for immediate proven results. So, Anil, I want to know what made you decide to write? Well, actually, I didn't write the book. I spoke the book because I'm a terrible yes. writer. And um, ah, no, no. Work, work, work. you are an amazing writer, Anil. <laughs> There you go. So, you know, thank you for catching me up and thank you for being there and, and really standing up for, for my greatness. And this is what another Absolutely. thing people don't do. Yeah. Yes, I, I agree with you. you that we struggle with these things and I want the listeners to grab these concepts as you and I talk because they, they have the capacity to change your life. They change the way you think about life they change your interactions they change your relationships and so i want for our listeners today to get some of these concepts as anil and i talk so um you spoke the book i have um i have the book i have listened to the book so what was the process of uh verbalizing what you wanted to talk about in your book so um, basically, I, I dictated things that happened in my life or my experiences mm -hmm. chapter by chapter. And it was all very random, but I, I did have someone who helped me through the process. And yes. um, I'd helped him in, in several times before, and the same things actually just come come back up. And he was like, what can yes. I do for you? And I said, no, I'm fine. Don't worry about me. It's, it's my, my gift to yes. you. And then a year later, he asked me the same question. And I, then I asked him, actually, what do you do? He said, well, I help people write books. Then I said, you know what? I'd love to write a book. And he said, great, I'll do it for you. It was as simple as that. And I said, you know what? Wow. I'm ready. Thank you. So then uh, he said, okay, what? I asked him what the process was. He said, okay, I'll come to your house. We'll sit down. We'll get it done. So we came to my house. And he said, okay, let's go in your office. I said, I'm not going in my office. He said, well, what do you mean you're not going in your office? I said, well, it's, it, it's crazy in there. And he said, Anil, that's the first thing we need to do. Clean out your office. Clean out the clutter because that's what's stopping you. Uh -huh. And as soon as he did that, it took me two days to write the book, speak the book. It's, you see, this is what wow. I want your listeners, your audience to, to know. Remove the yes. clutter from your brain mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. greatness inside will come out. No. Do you know where the most expensive real estate in the world is? In your mind. Yes. This is the most expensive real estate in the world. And do not let anyone rent it out for free. Do not let anyone take space. Do not let anyone contaminate it. So let me ask you a question, Tony. If I asked you to give me your right shoulder, rip it off your shoulder, would you give it to me? Mm. I don't think I would, Anil. Did you really have to think about that? I did. I did because everything in me was going, yes, I'd give you my shoulder. Yes, I'd give you my shoulder if you needed it. <laughs> okay. okay, would you rip off your head and give it to me? No, because no. that's where my mind lives. Okay, good. But you see... That's a golden rule. You're not going to give your head away to anyone, but you give your happiness away in an instant. Someone says something to you, yes. your happiness goes. That This is where the awareness comes in. Awareness gives you clarity. Clarity gives you focus. Focus gives you action. Action gives you results. Results gives you momentum, which gives you everything. I love that phrase. Can you say it again for us, please, Anil? I want the listeners to get this one. This phrase is, is powerful. Awareness is the master discipline. Awareness gives you clarity. Clarity gives you focus. Focus gives you action. Action gives you results. 
and results gives you momentum, which gives you everything. You cannot be in love. You cannot be joyful. You cannot be successful without awareness. That's the number one discipline we all need to work on. Oh, I so agree with you, Anil. And it doesn't... uh, it's it's not something that we're taught in school or we or we learn it it often for me awareness didn't come until like you i hit that rock bottom spot where i had to look at myself and go what the hell how did i get here and that's where awareness started and once you start to become aware of what you're thinking about Um, what actions you're taking, I don't think that you can go back to non-awareness. What do you think, Anil? Well, you can go back to non-awareness, but what happens is as you become aware, you become aware of being aware, and it's a muscle that you're starting to develop. So that's the secret is to develop that muscle and to keep the level of awareness up by putting systems in place. And the yes. systems in place are, for example, you could have a post-it note on your computer to remind you, um, uh, a special ringtone or an alarm on your phone, uh, yes. a handkerchief in your back pocket or a sock in your back or pocket. Or a sock. <laughs> I'm sorry, listeners, I have to laugh at that because um, in Neil's TEDx talk, um, he pulls out this lovely black sock <laughs> with uh <laughs> red red toes so every time i'm thinking of awareness i have this vision of anil pulling out this sock from his back pocket but the 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 reality of that is that um you, we need reminders don't we we do and, and you'll need reminders at the beginning and then yes uh, it's just a muscle and it's just something you need to exercise and then once you have this level of awareness, you can apply it to a formula for happiness, which is happiness yes. is equal to G cubed. And um, uh, you've you heard the TED talk. It's quite entertaining, isn't it? It is. It's very good, Neil. It's very good. I've watched it a number of times, I must confess. <laughs> so I have a question for you. How many bad meals have I had in my life? Um... I don't think you've had any because your wife cooks for you. Yeah, I've had three bad meals in my lifetime. I've been married <gasps> 32 years, four months and two days. And I've had three bad wow. meals. Wow. Tell I me. I can name it breakfast. Right. Lunch. Right. And dinner. Uh-huh. They're the three bad meals I've ever had. Right. You get it. I think I might have missed that one. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> so, so I've had three bad only... meals, every yeah. breakfast, yes. every lunch, and every dinner over 32 years, right. four months, and two days. Aha. Uh-huh. So your wife doesn't cook or you <laughs> you do and you don't like your cooking? Uh, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> okay, okay, now I get it. Okay. In other words, uh, you've had good (laughs) – sorry. (laughs) My wife doesn't like that for some reason. I don't know why. Oh, yeah, I I know why your wife doesn't like that. (laughs) (laughs) Now, before we get on to – We're doing something that a lot of people have stopped doing. You know what that is? What's that? Laughing. Laughing. You have to (laughs) laugh. Honestly, a kid oh, will laugh four hundred times a day. It's very good for you. A laughing um, has lots of um, positive effects on your mind and body, so it is very good to laugh. Um, I remember t- <laughs> this might make you laugh. I remember doing a laughing yoga class in Bali. And I was very reluctant to go to this class because I thought, oh, my God, how can you go from nothing humorous to laughing? And I tell you, uh, as we got 
into the class and this uh, laughing guru sat in front of us. The more he laughed, the more we laughed. And there was no joke. There was nothing that you could conceptualize as funny except his laughter. And the more he laughed, the more we laughed. And so it went on to, uh, I remember the next day having sore tummy muscles because we laughed so much with the tears running out of our eyes from laughing at this laughter guru uh, in Bali. So it um, it does something to us that's very good as humans, doesn't it, Anil? Absolutely. You know, um, children laugh 400 times a day. We laugh like 12, if that. And it, it, it really? creates, uh, yeah, it's a big thing. And it creates a very, very special uh, feeling inside of us that creates a, a healing, a beautiful yes. healing. So it's laughter nothing, nothing should better. be considered. Yeah. yeah. So I'm thinking if, if you're feeling down and low, then watching uh, some comedy might be helpful. Yeah? Absolutely. Yeah. There's uh, um, great there's therapies. There, there's people who yes. will just laugh because it, it, yes. it's just an immensely cleansing process. Had you forgotten how to laugh back in 2008? You know, I would. <laughs> I would. I, I'm very good at laughing. I would laugh at myself. So I would. I would. I would be uh -huh. at, at the edge. Edge of. Uh, I was looking uh, uh, down into a mezzanine floor. And you know, yes. I, I have the, the I, have, I talk to myself. So uh, yes. I, I was contemplating jumping, and one, and I was having this conversation. Anil, are you going to jump? No. Why? Are you stupid? You'll you mess <laughs> everything up if you jump. You you won't kill yourself. You'll hurt yourself. Oh, that's even worse. Why would you want to do that? You're such a failure. Well, you know, what am I supposed to do? Don't do it. I, I was just having conversations with myself saying, Anil, even if you jump, you'd mess that up and you'd end up paraplegic. And that's not what you want, is it? No, you can't even yeah. kill yourself without messing that up. So I, yeah, I, I would have these conversations with myself. I think that we don't talk about these conversations that we have with ourselves enough. Um, I know that that uh, the conversations I have with myself sometimes, I beat myself up so badly. Um, and do you still struggle with, with that, Anil, or or are you better now than you used to be? Well, I, I've got a process that I can uh, uh, handle things. And, uh, yes. uh, and the way it goes is this. So as human beings, we're meaning-making machines. So, for example, if my wife, uh, calls me, if I call my wife and she doesn't return my call, I make it mean she she doesn't care for me, she doesn't honor me, she doesn't love me. Uh -huh. All that happened mm -hmm. was she didn't return my call. So yes. whenever something happens, I ask myself, what did I make this mean? What did it actually happen? What is it? How is this hurting me? What am I committed yes. to? How can I let this go? What would happen if I let this go? And this is the problem. Yes. We chunk it down into smaller pieces that we can uh, break down. It's not such a mm -hmm. big problem. Yes. So people need tools and methodologies that they can apply yes. so that they can lead this richer, fuller, happy lives. They were never given a manual. And my book is a manual on human Absolutely. behavior. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it all starts with that key point of gaining awareness. How am I reacting? What am I thinking about? Is that really true? Is that really real? Those sorts of things. And I, and I think once you start gaining an awareness, it gives you that ability to look at yourself in a different way and start being kinder, start reacting from love and start to be happier. Um, that awareness is is the key point, though, isn't it, Anil? Awareness is everything. Everything. Yeah, yeah. 
Why do you think we have so many people across humanity that are so unaware? And at the moment, I'm uh, as an Australian looking into America and seeing what's going on within your beautiful country, I am hit by the fact that there are so many people lacking awareness. Is that something that you feel is happening in America that we are, that as a people, um, they're not aware of the way that they're behaving, thinking, acting? Absolutely, and it's getting worse. I mean, uh, okay, so let me give you an yeah. example. A, a baby yes. is born, and the baby mm-hmm. starts uh, um, crawling and walking. What do the parents do? They try and keep the baby entertained all the time. So they get yes. get them toys. They, how many iPads have you seen with one-year-olds and two-year-olds? Yes. So they're constantly distracted. And then at the age of five or six, they go to school and then it's a big shock for them. Yeah. They don't have the emotional uh, ability to handle situations. They, they, they don't yeah. know what to do. They're constantly, have always been constantly entertained. And all of a sudden, they're told to sit down and shut up. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's a big shock. And then yeah. they come home and they don't get the adulation and love that they used to get before going to school. And then they think, oh, yeah. I have to do something in order to gain love. It yeah. causes huge problems. Doesn't it? Doesn't it? Yeah. I um, I have expressed on my show numerous times that I have a deep sadness for America and the American people um, at the moment, and I have done for a number of years to see what is happening in your great country brings me yeah. some angst. Yeah, I, I grew up in England. Yeah. Yes. And yeah. And you know, if you ask an a, 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 an English kid, you know, anything about the world, he'll know where things are. But an American child is unlikely to know. They're very uh, uh, yes. self centric. Agreed. They're not worth. Yes. They're not world centric. The world doesn't exist outside America for a lot of people. Um, I, I've know that I've come across that many, many times in trying to um, coordinate things between Australia and America. There's there's a lack of understanding around any country outside of America. And, and, and that I'm not saying that as a derogatory. That's just what I've um, come across, as you have too, Anil, that, that there's a whole world outside of America, but for many Americans, that doesn't exist. Only what happens in America exists. Um, and again, if I link that back to awareness, it's about having an awareness that there is much more going on in the world outside of America. And yes, America is one of the greatest countries in the world. Um, Many other countries look to America for leadership. However, America could be truly great if each and every one of you, each and every American had an awareness that was outside of themselves. And, you know, it goes very deep. It's around awareness, around health. Too. Yes. You know, yes. They spent so much money on healthcare, but they're one of the unhealthiest people on the planet. And Absolutely. It, 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 it's the um, American diet and uh, yes. the American way of life. And, you know, it's sad because it, it, it robs them of the joys of life that comes with having more energy. Yes. Yes, yes. And I know I've talked to um, a number of people before about the differences between um, our Australian healthcare system and the American healthcare system and to the point where I've been told, you know, America has the best healthcare system around. Well, it, it's not. If you look um, at the Australian healthcare service where people who can't afford private health cover are always covered, 
always have access. It doesn't cost you to go to hospital. It doesn't cost you necessarily to see a doctor. We have access to um, free healthcare as well as private paid healthcare. And it's a completely different uh, system to what you would experience in um, America, but very similar to what you would have experienced in the UK. Well, you know, basically the healthcare is free. Can I explain why? Yeah. So if, if, if you came to, say you came to uh, USA and you fell ill, you could go into mm-hmm. any hospital and they cannot deny you treatment. Right. So it's basically free. So you could be, okay. an, you could be an illegal, you could be here on vacation, you could just mm-hmm. be you mm-hmm. know, poor. And you can say, look, yeah. you know, I've got this problem, you have to I'm treat sick. me, and they will have to treat you. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Which causes the people who do pay to pay more. And yes. it's ridiculous you're paying $300 for a prescription when in, in India it's $2. Yes. It's ridiculous. Yes. yes. And, yes. you know, um, people are billed for an operation for 20000 that in other countries would be four. Yes. So yes. It's, it's really, yeah. I, I, I call it greed. Yes. It is. It is about greed, isn't it? Yeah. And, and know, Neil, um, sorry, go on. Yeah. If if you're focused on health, focus on health, not disease. This is what they focus on. They focus on disease. What you need to do is focus on health. How can we prevent yes. diabetes? How can we prevent hypertension? How can we prevent heart disease? It's not rocket science. Correct. And I will add to that, Anil, that a lot of those uh, disease processes can be circumvented or uh, stopped from happening if we do the work around our mind and our happiness. So a very happy person um, is less likely to suffer from high blood pressure, aren't they? Well, it's the mind and the body. You know, so yes. let me give you another example. How often do you think, and this is, we're getting really uh, uh, very close to the Deep, aren't we? Yeah. 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 How often do you think Americans poop? Oh, uh, I don't know, daily? No, once every two oh. to three days. Oh, really? Yeah, I poop three or four times a day. Yeah, yeah, same, same. <laughs> that's yeah. part of so that's, the that's way that your body, body should work. Yeah, uh-huh. so, you know, it, it's it's all in the, the the diet. It's all in the mind. Yes, you know, a, yes. a happier person will live longer. A person that's giving yes. will live longer. A person that's giving will feel better. And it's yes. just the muscle that they haven't been exercised, and it starts at school. It starts at home. But yeah. within 20 seconds of me meeting a parent and the child, yeah. I'll know if they're good parents or not. Because the, yeah. the behavior, it's so alien for, for me to see someone who is, uh, you know, alive and vibrant. It's so common yeah. that the kids are looking down and they roll their eyes and they don't talk respectfully to their parents. I, I would never tolerate that for my kids. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of your kids, um, last time uh, they were not home. Are they back home now? They are actually. My my son's been uh, traveling. He's been in London uh, looking after my dad for a while. And my daughter's here. So we're, we're all together. Happy family. Oh, that's amazing. That must be wonderful. It's the greatest thing. Greatest thing. Yeah. Now. Um, I wanted to talk to you uh, about your upcoming retreat, which is actually on this weekend, isn't it? And it's called um, Perfect Partner. Have I got that it's correct? It's called the Perfect Partner Program, but it's really about mindset yes. around how you're showing up. So we all yes. have relationships. The most important one is the relationship that we have with ourselves. Yeah. And uh, I think we've got about 80 people registered. And we've got a few more spots How exciting. Left. Yeah. Okay, um, so you've got some spots left? We, we do. And, you know, the biggest regret yep. people have when they attend my event is this. 
I wished I'd have known about this sooner. I wished I'd have brought more friends. Yeah. Yeah. So listeners, that link to Anil's um, program this weekend is actually up in the chat box um, so that you can uh, jump on if you'd like to take up the few last spots that he has. I'd be quick. Um, it's, you can also access the course via Anil's website, which is meetanil.com. Um, www.meetanil.com and you'll find lots more information about Anil, his book, his programs and how you can jump on a call with Anil. So Anil's focus now is about helping people live their best life um, and it involves that uh, discussion around your happiness and also on Anil's page is a little link that you can do your happiness score. So if you want to know just how well you're doing and how happy you are, I encourage you to jump onto the website and do that happiness score and um, just do a self-check. See how you're doing. Now, Anil, I had a number of other um, questions to ask you, but as you realise we're down to our last few minutes, I want to know just quickly before we run out of time what it was like talking at Richard Branson's retreat in Australia. Well, it, it wasn't in uh, uh, Australia. It was on his island, Necro oh. Island. Oh, okay, right. And so. what was it like I was scared as hell because I thought, "Oh my goodness, I'll he's going to, he's going to, he's you know, going to criticize me. He's not, he's not going to like me. He's going to walk away." And then um, uh, at the beginning of the talk, he said, uh, "Anil, I don't think I'm going to make your event. I've, I've been called away." And I thought, "Oh great!" <laughs> <laughs> but then he, then he slipped in. <laughs> Then he slipped in, which was good because I didn't see him slip in. So then I could I could not be so nervous. But he honestly, he's just a a, a, a normal, caring, loving human being that doesn't like uh, to be uh, the center of attraction. He likes to have fun, yes. which I resonate with. He likes to pull pranks, which yes. I love to do too. And he loves yes. playing tennis. So um, he's just a, a, just a genuine guy. Yeah, I think that's why he's kind of one of my top people to watch, follow and listen to because there's that underlying gentle humility and vulnerability. Even though he's immensely successful, he doesn't seem to have the ego that others who are, you know, of a similar standard, does he? He doesn't. And, you know, he'll pick up uh, trash from the floor. He'll pick up his own plate. Uh, he's always polite. Um, and one day, I, I, uh, after a game of tennis, I said, uh, Richard, can I make you a cup of tea? He said, no, let me make it for you. you know, <gasps> he he doesn't have to awesome. say things like that. Yeah, yeah so, no, he doesn't. And, it, and it, I learned so much about humbleness and kindness and being present from him. It's a beautiful thing. Yes, yes. I'm I'm with you, Anila. I absolutely believe that if each and every one of us could come from a place of kindness and love, we would change the world in a very short amount of time because it just has such an impact on our human lives, doesn't it? It is, and you know, we people will always remember how you made them feel. There are two types yeah. of people: ones that make you happy when you enter a room. Ones that make you yes. happy when you leave a room. Yes. And you want to be one of those people that <laughs> the person you are, you're remembered as happy. And I know that every time I talk to you, Anil, I, I, it makes me smile. So that is a beautiful thing. And I will say it again. I think that you are an absolutely amazing person. I actually have the present, have the privilege, listeners, of talking to Anil in my second program later today. Um, and just a, a shameless plug that will be on BBS Radio TV at 7 p.m. Pacific time. Um, I'm going to be talking to Anil again um, from a business perspective. So today um, it's been a privilege to have you on the program, Anil. I'm very 
grateful that you've taken the time to be on Radio Tony, an hour of your precious time to talk to us about happiness and being happy. Um, It's so important that our life is one of happy fulfillment, isn't it? Absolutely. There's nothing more important than your relationships, your health and your happiness. That's it. That's it. Easy. Wonderful listeners. We are completely out of time. And Neil, thank you so much for joining me on our Radio Tony today. I really appreciate it. I look forward to further conversations. I'm hoping that we will be able to get a Neil on the show as often as I can fit him in and into his busy schedule uh, this year, because I believe that what he talks about is so important for each and every human. And if I can help spread Anil's message about health, happiness and life fulfillment, then I'm going to do it. So thank you so much, Anil. We have to go now. It's been a pleasure talking to you and I look forward to talking to you again later tonight. No, I'm very excited. Thank you for having me on your show. Thank you, Tony. My absolute privilege. And listeners, that's your lot for this week. We'll be back next week with another show of Radio Tony. Um, If you'd like to join us, bbsradio.com and click Listen Live and you'll hear Anil and I talk from a business perspective at uh, 7 p.m. Pacific Time, USA. Thanks so much, Rebel. Over to you. Bye for now, listeners, and see you all next week. Radio Tony, your safe space for tough conversations. Exposing secrets and talking about trauma and recovery. Radio Tony, a platform for the unheard. Radio Tony. With Tony Lontis, author of Resilience, memoir of a broken little girl discovering a woman of strength and beauty. Radio Radio Tony. Available now on Amazon.com and in all good bookstores. Radio Tony. Back next Thursday from 7pm Eastern Standard Time, live from the Gold Coast, Australia. Mama.